Hey, well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to uh, the studio, the Ramson studio, which in fact is the actual place where I eat cornflakes in the morning. Uh, so welcome to just after breakfast uh, studio time. We've got Shabu with me. Uh, in the last uh, couple of weeks, we've been obviously dealing with Exodus, and a couple of weeks ago, Shabu had a few questions that were asked of him uh, after the sermon, which I thought he was very courageous in answering, but there were many that we didn't actually get a chance to do. So what we're going to do in a series of little videos is to deal with some of those questions as best we possibly can, not going into huge depth. In fact, the reality is some of these could turn into uh, sermon series uh, because of the depth of the questioning and what's behind them. But what we want to do is, and our intention is to give you a quite simple answer as we see it and as uh, Scripture sees it, as we see Scripture sees it, uh, to some of these questions. So we're going to get started with this this morning. So let's get going with the first question. Shabu, um, we're not in church. We are at my table and I have the first table question. And it's an interesting one because it says, how did Pharaoh's magicians imitate the first two plagues? And that is an interesting one, isn't it? That they were actually able to imitate what Moses had been given by God to be able to do. And yet they came out and did that. And the question's got to be, well, how is that possible? What do you reckon, mate? Um, I think a couple of things is when we hear the word magicians, um, particularly in our Western sort of Australian world, I'm thinking about that person. Pick a card, pick a card, any card. Yeah, yeah, or who comes to the kids party and, and, you know, does some sort of little trick trick, um, illusion. Um, In the ancient Near East world, a magician uh, was as close to a priest Hmm. or someone who uh, worshipped the foreign god or was a priest to that foreign god. Okay, so these guys were like Pharaoh's priests, secular secular styles. That's right. Hmm. And so they were sorcerers. They practiced um, what they call dark arts or magic arts. Uh, And the biblical view is that uh, they were most likely and were empowered through demonic forces. Hmm. Um, And uh, that was something that was quite normal uh, in that time um, actually there's a there's a passage in Deuteronomy because Genesis Exodus Leviticus Numbers Deuteronomy all written by the same person yep. um, so in De- Deuteronomy chapter 32 um, uh, this is what it says um, it says they stirred him uh, to jealousy with strange gods with ab- abominations that provoked him to anger they sacrificed to demons that were no gods to gods they had never known to new gods. They had come recently whom your fathers had never dreaded. Um, it was a, it's a, a challenge and a rebuke to say that they were sacrificing the Israelites, eventually started worshipping other gods. And mm-hmm. ultimately what they're doing is worshipping these demons yeah. who are influencing. And I think that's what's going on in uh, Exodus. It's these demons who are influencing uh, these magicians and they can mimic things mm. but what's fascinating in exodus is they struggle to undo their um sort of mimicking of what uh moses was able to or ultimately what god could do they okay. can undo when, it so when you oh okay right yeah okay. i was going to say so when you say they weren't able to undo it what you actually meant by that so like for example one of my favorite ones is the frogs right uh it's good shabu yeah the frogs plague is great because on one hand god brings the frogs out shows he is the one who's the creator who's in charge of all things he can command frogs to appear from everywhere and anywhere Mm. the the uh, magicians also mimic the same thing but they can't undo it they can't stop Uh, it like god has to be the one who stops it and that's why there's this huge stench of death in the city Mm. Um, God is the one who, you know, is able to stop the blood in the Nile. Mm. Uh, God is the one who has 
the ability to also have a snake come out of a staff that he promised Moses. The magicians were the ones who were able to do the same thing, but the snake that killed all the other magicians one was the one that God. So it's showing that um, Satan and demons are very good at mimicking and destroying. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are unable to uh, create and recreate. Like God is the only one who can do that. Yeah, good answer. Um, it's interesting too, when you think about some of the plagues, you have uh, the killing of all the firstborn. Mm. That was sort of like the frog plague in many respects, wasn't it? Because everybody croaked. It's good. <laughs> so all jokes aside, for the moment, it's interesting when you get into miraculous signs and demonic signs compared to what Jesus was doing in the New Testament. Because mm. one thing that really differentiates Jesus from demonic signs or satanic influences is simply this. Satanic influences and demonic um, influences could not raise people mm. from the dead. Yep. And there's a huge difference when it comes to that. And uh, certainly that would be the case in the Old Testament too, that God could raise people to uh, life, and yet you won't find these demonic forces doing that. Yep. And that's one way to be able to differentiate. Yeah, that's great, mate. And it just reminded me as well as we were talking, uh, so there's great stories in Acts um, that reveals this truth, right? So you've got in... In in Philippi, where Paul arrives, there's a little girl who is demon possessed, yeah, yeah. and she's can tell the future, and she's basically a slave. She's yeah. enslaved to these guys that aren't really yeah. happy when things yeah. happen. She's yeah. enslaved to the guys and to the demons, like, and it's only through the power of the gospel and through Paul proclaiming the truth that she's able to be free from from mm. it. You know, so. and were they able to take her back into her old state? No, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, interesting. exactly. It's good. So there we go. Uh, That's our explanation um, to our knowledge, to what we see uh, Scripture says about these things. And that's the end of our first question. We're going to head into another question next time. And the one we're going to look at is, oh, by the way, I should tell you who gave us that last question. That uh, last question was by a guy called Un Canone. Oh, that would be unknown. Sorry. So we didn't have a name on that one. Uh, This one's going to be the next one. Interesting one. Uh, Have a look at uh, chapter 12, verse 12 in Exodus for this. The Egyptian gods that God came up against, are they real or are they made up by the Egyptians? We'll have a look at that one next time.